good evening or afternoon or morning, depending on when you're watching this video. Mm -hmm. We ain't even gonna hold y'all up. We gonna hit that theme music and get right on into this episode. Episode 311 of Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. And it's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Ask Ketchup, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. I like the volume today. Oh, boy. I'm the RJ. Only known as? The RJ. And I'm Camille Poingard of the crew, the real-life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. Not what is this week? Is Kay Harris the gentleman? The gentleman. The everyday gentleman. 24-7 of them things. Better known as Kay Diddy. Uh, you may have seen on our social media uh, some things that we have been posting about a missing person. Uh, I do just want to say thank you to everybody who was resharing that and For getting sure. that word out. Thank you to all the Tech File fam uh, who shared the flyer mm -hmm. and everything like that. And if you could just continue to send up prayers and well wishes and thoughts to uh, the KN Tech file and the rest of his family as well um, as they go through a pretty trying time right now. So we holding it down for him this week while he takes care of himself and his family. So, again, if y'all can send good vibes, uh, tweet at him, add him on Facebook, Instagram, whatever the case may be. Just send that man some love. Uh, it always goes a long way. So I do want to just say that and thanks to everybody who did share the post. We're going to hold it down for you, brother. You ain't got to hear these Bears jokes this week. Ah. We're going to give you a week off, and this would be a week for him, buddy. <laughs> but we ain't going to do that. We ain't going to do that this week. She ain't. She, he would probably be the most vicious of all of them. <laughs> I mean, he was quite uh, upset. <laughs> <Perturbed>. Perturbed. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, we right here. <laughs> After that Denver game. So, yeah, we're going to keep it rolling. Do we have a sport fact of the week? We do not. Uh, sport fact of the week. Uh, two years ago, I think on this day, around this day, Arn Anderson gave the famous uh, Glock promo. Glock Anderson? Glock Anderson. So I got one for you there. There you go. Uh, let's see. Some housekeeping. Somebody said uh, FTR took that a little bit too seriously. FTR? The tax team. The, the um, one that got arrested for Yeah, gun the guns. Can't play with those in real life. Um, so housekeeping for the week before we get into the show and everything like that. I just want to say thank you to everybody who has been listening yes. to us saying, hey, share the show. Hey, subscribe. Mm -hmm. Hey, put that notification bell on when we go live. You can join us because in the month of September, we had, let's see, we had 18 new subscribers to our YouTube page, which sounds like, hey, that's 18 people. But let me tell y'all, <laughs> we started at like was 100 some people, we were like, we're trying to get the 500. We are trying to be able to monetize this podcast, so every subscription on our YouTube goes a very, very long way. So shout out to y'all for subscribing, the new listeners as well. I mean, our September numbers were pretty good. Like, we setting some some in uh, personal records uh -huh. over here. We're running our own race. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> most unique viewers we've had. I mean, most views we've had in a month. Shout out to the shorts. Shout out to Ken for the shorts as well. Mm. The little videos we've been putting together for us. 
I mean, it's just been it's been a great month. Most views, like it's been a great month. So if we can keep that momentum rolling, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend, and get them on Tech Five. We need all that. We gonna bring, <clears throat> excuse me. Oh, we gonna bring back the Tech Five challenge for this week. Oh, I challenge you to tag three people, whether that's on Facebook, in the, the YouTube comments, on Twitter, just at Technical File, and then at three people. Mm. So we ask for. Sports podcast. You hear my voice it, right bro. now? Yeah. I'm talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Game that needs a name. Y'all want to get into it this week? Y'all want to get right into the topics? We can play. You got didn't, any- didn't we skip last week? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We, we got any suggestions? <clears throat> I had one last week. What was it? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> need that bell? Yeah, let's put that <laughs> right, right there. That's what I said. I had one last yep. week. Why even bring it up there? Right. I figured you would ring a bell by mentioning something. (laughs) (laughs) I won't lose this one, but with the Brewers playing, do we want to do like Brewers players? Sure. Sure. At all time? Yes, please. Because I know like two players (laughs) on the current roster. I I expect him to win this week. Let me just say that. Boy, it's it's tough under pressure, bro. (laughs) I'm just telling you. Okay, so in case you're unfamiliar, the game that needs a name is a rapid-fire memory-based game that we play. We choose a topic, as you just heard, Brewers players all time. And we go in tech order generally. So Tim, Eric, then myself, you get about five seconds to be able to name somebody who relates to that. So if I say Christian Yelich, we move on to the next person. You cannot repeat, and you have to say within five seconds. So that's the rapid-fire piece and the memory piece of it. So now that's explained to those who are unfamiliar, let's play. Tim, start us off. Ryan Braun. Uh, CC Sabathia. <laughs> Christian Yelich. Bill Hall. Zach Greinke. Dang. <laughs> Ricky Weeks. Niger Morgan. Corey Hart. <laughs> Prince Fielder. Mm. Ben Sheets. JJ mm. Hardy. Yovani yeah, uh, Gallardo. <laughs> Carlos Gomez. Oh, Chris Capuano. Jeff Cirillo. In my head, I was thinking of two people at the same time. I was saying I was thinking the Prince Fielder, but I was also thinking of Ricky Weeks. And my my brain couldn't figure out which one of those names to say, and then it was just over. I just gave up. The funniest one I've ever heard was somebody combining them two was uh, Billy Weeks. <laughs> See that Billy Weeks, was it white? No, it was it was a family member. But I love him dearly, love him dearly, and I never forget Weeks. that. <laughs> Billy Weeks is. Yeah, that was hilarious. I actually met Ricky Weeks before. He was very nice. Yeah, very I heard nice. Bill Hall was kind of like uh, the Brewers version of Donald Driver. So just very <laughs> ple- pleasant. All right, the with time. the smile. <laughs> <laughs> met Donald Driver too. Nice man. I heard he was. I, I heard Donald Driver was really cool. He, I mean, I didn't want any. He was eating, and I didn't want to interrupt him. My friends were like, "Go, go, say something." I was getting ready to leave, and I was Is that just like, Donald Driver? "Yeah." I saw him once in the mall. He's a lot shorter than I expected. Yeah, he's he's not tall. And part of that might have been because he was wearing a tall tee and it was like 2011. <laughs> so I'm like, bro, it's mm. like, you know, out of style. But like, yeah, it's a little, little dark skinned ball dude. Maybe like six feet, Probably six one, maybe. Bench press all of them. Like a 2X right. tall, white tall tee. With a smile that's just, it's like just bright. It's just like <laughs> light up the whole room. I was like, I'm so sorry to interrupt you, Mr. Driver. I just, <laughs> I just wanted to say how much I was a fan. And he just, oh, thank you so much, sweetheart. I appreciate it. See, mm-hmm. you and kids can get away with that. Let a grown-ass man walk in. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. Driver. <laughs> Fuck you won't. You see I'm eating? Busy as a motherfucker. Don't you see me? <laughs> I, I did dap up um, Chris Haynes from 
TNT. Oh, like TNT. Uh. Bleach Report. And oh, when it was game here. Game Rally, yeah. Ah, yes, yes, yes. I forgot you went to the... Oh, well, you know what? Yeah, let's get into it. We got something to talk about. What up, Sly? I see you in the comments. Appreciate we you, live. brother. We are live. So let's get into the topics for the week. Oh, that, that whistle is so sassy. <laughs> <laughs> you said the whistle is sassy? It is. You have some neck rolls, uh, whistle. Okay, so we're going to start off with our NFL four things, three things this week. Ken's would have been about the Bears. The um, Bears. The Bears. His point actually said, quote, Bears blowing the lead and taking the L, end quote. So that would have been Ken's one thing. But since he's not here, Tim. I don't want to speak for the rest of us, but I think we're about to zoom three so we can get to the good shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Oh you shit! Yeah, no. I, I remember now. Listen, bro. I understand that there is an entire market that the NFL is trying to grab onto. I understand that there's a demographic that they've been wishing and hoping and praying would fall into their laps, the way this one has. But god dang it, if y'all <laughs> centralize Taylor Swift. Over the damn game one more time. <laughs> My goodness, there was a segment. They are so thirsty for the Swifties. They they literally took a whole piece, set it aside, said, hey, Swifties, here's the storyline for tonight's game. <laughs> this guy over here was supposed to be the greatest thing smoking in New York City. Bright lights, bright guy, bright smile. Hey, that's Aaron Rodgers. Didn't end so well for him. He won't be here tonight. That's okay. His backup is Zach, Mar- uh, Zach Wilson. He'll fuck your granny if you let him. <laughs> <laughs> But that's neither here nor there. We're also going against <laughs> who the hell did they play? Oh, Travis Kelsey that's and Patrick Kelsey. Mahomes. It ain't Mahomes team no, it's Travis Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> that's and Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> like, this is crazy. Enjoy tonight's game. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? What was that? I tuned in for like six seconds. And I literally saw Taylor Swift way more than I saw any player on the field. All night. Pre-game. Post-game. Mid-game. Commercial break. They got they got her in the TV. The picture-in-picture joint. <laughs> what a commercial boy. Like, let it go, bro. I understand. I get it. But damn. We promise you she's still here. She ain't going nowhere. <laughs> The NFL saw that Kelsey had a 400% increase on his sales and said, what else can we get an increase on if uh, we continue to to go after the Swifties? Like, we all know the NFL, they are driven by the dollar-dollar bill and solely that (laughs) they have made that evident in many different ways. (laughs) And this Taylor Swift thing is just the most recent, and it's, like, blatant. Like, it's It's the fact they had a Swiftie segment. They're making the game. Like, this past Sunday was the most watched game since the Super Bowl, bro. <laughs> that's the- <laughs> Like, crazy numbers. And when you see that's the power of it, then I'll be like, ah. Yes, that's why. I, I get I it. it. I, that's I get it. And the players probably love it. the fact that his jersey sales went up because the players get two-thirds of the money. Mm-hmm. Oh, Travis Kelsey said thank you, baby. <laughs> like, hey, keep her around, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we going up. <laughs> like, I get it. I do. I, like, I get it. I do. Just tired. But man, we ain't tuned in to hear y'all with the soap opera ass side ass stories every game. I'm not even a Kansas City fan. I know they tired of it. <laughs> I know they sick of it. I got the defending Super Bowl champions and the biggest storyline is Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. Taylor fucking Swift. 
Kevin Stage had a good tweet. He's like, this is making me feel like those people that felt. This is making me feel like those people felt when black players were kneeling. I just want my football. You're forcing this down our throats. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> you ain't wrong. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, listen. I don't watch Kansas. Like, I watch Red Zone mm. unless the Packers are playing. Then I'm watching the Packers, of course. Up shells. But this, <laughs> I ain't never seen them like this. Like, just never seen anything like this. Someone was saying that uh, Kim Kardashian is, is somewhere like, why didn't I get this much attention when I was dating Reggie Bush? Like, <laughs> that's what is up? <laughs> and someone was like, you know, she's dating Odell Beckham Jr. Like, or they're supposedly together. And they're like, nobody cares. It's about Taylor Swift. Yeah. Also, Odell ain't Odell no more. Odell! So. <laughs> <laughs> that's very true. Okay. If she was dating Patrick Mahomes, people would care. Um, I know he's married. Uh, my <laughs> my blow the whistle. Actually, I do have a mini blow the whistle. Mark Cuban, stop trying to pimp out your players. Yeah, that was about gross. Some, yeah, she actually need to de- dump Travis Kelsey um, and come date one of the Mavericks. Like, ah. <laughs> that man saw the, the nasty words, bro. <laughs> of all the owners that don't need to be talking about, you know, sex and employees <laughs> is probably Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban. Nasty work. Big nasty That's what work. I'm saying. <laughs> um, but my one thing for the week is the immature package. Um, you know, we've said it from the off season. Mm-hmm. This year, it's about growth. It's mm-hmm. about learning. This is a young team. <laughs> you got to ride the roller coaster. You growth. know, first week they lose a big league. Second week, well, first week they blow out the Bears. Second week As they, they lose a big league. Third week they make a major comeback. Fourth week. Just got beat. Got their ass. Soundly. Stomp. <laughs> and, like, it was that they weren't, they didn't come out ready to play. <clears throat> like, the first half is one of the nastiest halves of football I've ever seen in my life. Ooh, and I can't even point to, like, oh, well, at least they didn't. Like, no, it was just, like, the entire team, penal- dumb penalties, the running game can't do shit. <laughs> Passing game is all over the place. Mm-hmm. Defense isn't doing what the defense is supposed to Like, that's supposed to be, mm-hmm. I think you've said it, like, every week, damn near. Like, that's supposed to be the side of the ball that is more, uh, you know, has more veterans, has more experience. Yep. Um, more talent. More talent. Like, they've, I was about to say, they've wasted so many first-round <laughs> picks on that side of the ball. They spent so many high draft picks on that side of the ball that are still on the team. Yep. Like, they should not be doing the things that this team is doing. Now, granted, they're missing their top two corners. Mm-hmm. I'll give a pass to that to a degree. Top line, but God damn it! <laughs> Top linebacker too. But God damn it! <laughs> they missing playing linemen, but it's football. You always got to deal with injuries. Yeah. Like that's not. It's a dispute. violent sport. We need to be missing a coordinator. <laughs> Listen, not for injury. Like no, get him out of here. When Joe Barry had like a nickel defense at the goal line, I was just like, why are we running ten yards off? With five yards to go. And I said this after the Falcons game. It's like, <laughs> Russian folk. I don't think it's a personnel issue. Like, it's I not, really it's don't. A like, they have so much individual. Like, if you look to a person, it's like, damn, they got a lot of talent on this defense. It's the way they're deployed. Like, grant, like the weakness is the safeties. But, like, yep. everywhere else, like, they have talent, like, out the ass. It, like, there's no reason that this defense should be this bad or this inconsistent. Like, they have halves, quarters where it's just like lockdown, nothing's happening. <laughs> No fly zone. And then they have other times where they can't tackle for shit. <laughs> and it's just like, it's frustrating. Um, and like again, I get it. That's what we signed up for. 
But I thought that was just on the office, <laughs> office side. <laughs> right. Of right. It was cool right. with the growing pains on one side. Right. Other side, excuse me, was expected to keep us in game. Like, See? I'm not freaking out about uh, Jordan Love's completion percentage at this point. Me either. I'm not freaking out about the young receivers, you know. Me either. Not doing great. I am freaking out a little bit about the running game because, again, um, that's more so the strengths call. are supposed to be. It's play call and offensive line. Because if you look at. Line what's been happening too like they they snap the ball for for the run and it's like there ain't no lanes to go like it's just it's just bodies it's just ass <laughs> all over the place and not the kind we're trying to see like it's it's just it's not a good look where you just like and i felt so bad i have to say this because last week i think it was last week and i was like oh man the package got all this offensive line depth oh man it's so great to invest yeah and then batiari got put on ir and Jenkins is out, and the whole left side is just patchwork. Gone to crap because we got Royce Newman. <laughs> Ooh, they they memeing that, but they got that boy on candy camera like <laughs> several times. Remember, remember that year that James Harden just didn't play defense, and they had like that super yeah. cut of like him just standing around. Mm-hmm. Like they gave Royce Newman that type of treatment. Boy, he was. I mean, he needed it. Him left, and, right? He was spinning around and shit. Like, what's going? Like what is going on here? Whiffed on the on the block. It's it, it's been bad. Like, bro, you got to run and start. How you met, completely <laughs> missed it, dude? What did, I, what did I put in the chat? Somebody said something about the line. I'm like, bro, Royce Newman is the last thing we need at tackle right now. <laughs> He's the only thing we had. Like, that's the only thing we had. Hey, boy, that, and he worked, He was at guard because it's uh, Walker on the mm. tackle, who is young and athletic. But even before we had the the patchwork offensive line, the Packers' run defense was, I mean, uh, yeah. run offense still wasn't great. The only plus r- run blocker they had was Batiari. And that was one game. But <laughs> against Aaron the Bears. Jones was getting busy. Like, right. <laughs> against the Bears, too. Are, so yeah. Arizona scored again. And then we missed them for two games. Yep. Uh, catching up on comments, KG said, What up, though? Oh, well, yeah, he said, what up? But also said, wait, y'all mean to tell me the Bears lost so bad? Ken not on the show? I'm kidding. No, Ken, we talked about it before you got in. Ken's uh, just taking a week off for some personal stuff. Um, Shell said, no, running lanes, just vibes. Yeah. <laughs> Marcus, I think, said, uh, Mark- Jenkins has been hurt and Royce Newman sucks. That's what we're saying. Sure words have never been said. Uh, I don't, Dante? Yep. Okay. Coaching on both sides of the ball has been questionable. Yep. I agree. And, like, to the coaching points, like no discipline, like it's mm-hmm. dumbass penalties. Quay Most Walker, team. bro, mm-hmm. I I get it. You've made strides, but goddamn, that's that's the part with Quay because it's like the man had 19 tackles. Mm-hmm. He was he everywhere. He flies to the. He's the type of linebacker you want, where he is flying to the ball. He's making tackles. He's not letting people get past them. But then he does some like the the penalty, and you mm-hmm. just like, like come on, bro. And part of it was. Me, because I was like, ah, he's going to catch so much flack for this. Because last season, he had the two ejections. Where it's mm-hmm. like, okay, so people are already <clears throat> looking at him and, like, looking to, to criticize him. And it's like, I hate that he was, outside of Gary, the best defensive player in that game. Like, the only other guy who really showed up. But people are only talking about the gaffe that he made. Which is like, I get it. I do. But the Packers didn't lose that game just because uh-huh. he jumped over that line. Uh-huh. <laughs> Like that was what put the nail in the coffin, but mm-hmm. like that wasn't that but loss wasn't him. on him. But it's like, bro, like up to that on. point they walked <laughs> like, up the field, bro. Like they didn't stop them up to that point. Like it's not like it's not like he was the reason that Jordan Love was pressured almost half of the time that he he dropped back. The Lions only rushed four. They only blitzed two or three times the entire game. 
the Packers are putting six and seven linemen up there, and it didn't matter. It didn't matter. Listen, I've said I said it before the season started. I said the Lions. I got them winning the division. The Lions are arguably the best team in the in the division, and I thought that it was going to be just an open division the rest of the way. I thought the Lions are the Packers might be able to sneak in as a wild card team. I still think they can get nine ish wins somewhere around there. That still feels right to me. Uh, but seeing Detroit in year three of their current rebuild with Dan Campbell and seeing the Packers is kind of like ah, can't wait till we get back up there, boss. <laughs> like I can't wait. Yeah. That's the thing. It was like, damn, it's the Lions. But also, Lions fans came and showed the fuck out. In, uh, I'm not well, how they some got dang tickets? Huh? Well, one, because it was a gold package game. Mm-hmm. So gold package games are the Milwaukee games that okay. people got tickets to. Hey, and a Thursday. Thursday night game. Like, would you want to drive to Lambo? To Lambo and back. And then back and go to work the next day. Like, it's a lot of tickets were up for sale. And it's not to say that if it wasn't a gold package game, tickets wouldn't have been up for sale as it is because you can always buy a ticket on the resale market to get into Lambo. But it was probably more just because it was so many more Milwaukee tickets. Like, I'm not about to drive up there on a Thursday night and come back and work and 43 all tore up to hell. Like, I'm not doing this tonight <laughs> with y'all. Because let me t- driving that 43 at night is an adventure. Boys. <laughs> it's an adventure at this point. Sometimes, look. What how, the distance I gotta get home? Some Thursdays when I'm driving home from downtown, I've gotten surprised where I can't get off. I gotta get off the freeway <laughs> at motherfucking Silver Spring, but I still gotta go it's at least the, the county line road by the street. <laughs> I'm at the whole freeway closed, bro. That's the whole north side yeah. closed. Come back in the morning. Fuck you, man. <laughs> I was mad. I just drive like, yeah, I'm finna. Well, I can't get off here. Okay, it's a long day. I can't get off here. Mequa. <laughs> to hit a U-turn. Let me get my ass on this freeway real quick. Just turn around. Flooring it. <laughs> Don't pull up on me. Sly pointed out that the Bears got away with that same thing on Sunday. I have to look because the rules you can't be, I think it's further than a yard away when you jump. Like So I think Quay had a running start, remember correctly? You can't jump over a lineman directly, though, either. It's something it's about the – yeah, you can't get a running starter. I forget the exact rule with it, but, like, yeah, listen, we got beat. It happened. The Lions are better than us at this moment. Ain't too much more to say about it than that. We own to the Raiders, like Mark said in the comments. And uh, hopefully we can. That's a get right game for us because I'm sure the Raiders are gonna be looking at it as a get right game for them. So, well, Mark, you gotta <laughs> relax, my guy. What do you say? His last comment. Jimmy G may. Uh, oh man, come on, man. J- Jimmy G ain't gonna do all that, man. He gonna be all right. Uh, last thing I want to say before we move on: the Packers. <laughs> Zach uh, Kraus on Twitter pointed out the pressures allowed by the Packers' offensive linemen versus the Lions. Zach Tom had six of them things. Goddamn. He also got kind of hurt during the game and then kept playing. I was like, ah, you yeah, know, you, he was you pretty out bad. and getting beat pretty bad. Royce Newman had five. John Runyon had five. Rasheed Walker had four. Josh Myers had two. Damn, all that shit we was talking damn, about the Bears line. Well, not we. Only Josh. we was talking about the Bears line. Only Josh. There was a, though it does not fit, is one of those, before the season started, I told her I had an issue with, our, the only issue I've seen with our team was our line. Line, yep. Other than that, I didn't think we had a bad bone to pick with nobody. And the safeties. <laughs> On the safeties. Yeah. But maybe that fear came, because at the time I couldn't I couldn't necessarily quantify what that fear was from. Mm. But now it's, shit, we always hurt. <laughs> 
we do have alignment injuries often. And it's football. football. Like that's, yeah. a, that's baked into the sport. Like it's a feature, not a bug. Like it's gonna that's, happen. <laughs> that is very true. Uh, my NFL one thing this week was just pointing the fact we got two undefeated teams left: the Philadelphia Eagles mm-hmm. and the San Francisco 49ers. With those two teams being the last two unbeaten, I just wanted to have a quick conversation about which of those teams do you think will lose first? If it's between them two, it would be Philly. I'm going to go through the upcoming schedule. So when oh. you hear the first L, okay. you let me know. Okay. <clears throat> because if we can make it to, let's see, week 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Ooh, that's a long way to go. <laughs> we get to week 12. They play each other. They play each other. Mm, okay. All right. Next week, well, this upcoming Sunday, the Eagles have the Rams. Dub. Followed by the Jets. The Dolphins. <gasps> Eagles are at home. Mm. That's a possible. That's a possible. Yeah, that's a, yeah. And that's Sunday night football. <laughs> now, Jalen in the bright lights. In the bright lights at home. Dolphins do play better <clears throat> at home than they do on the road, so that's something to consider. The thing is, Phillies look sh- shaky in all of their games. Yes. Like the fact <laughs> that they're. Undefeated. Undefeated is by the skin of their teeth. But so. the Dolphins' defense is you talking about shaky. But <laughs> <laughs> the offense, <clears throat> like at least Philly's defense can hold up a little bit. Yeah, the, they they. I'm gonna go with Dub for Philly. Okay. The Commanders. Dub. <laughs> yeah. Cowboys. Ooh. L. Wait, who's home? Eagles are home. Mmm. That Dallas Cowboys defense. play better against. Good teams, homes. yeah, and in the division. And in the division, I say I say that's where they take the. Uh, that's the where Cowboys. they take the L. The Cowboys better hope by then that Philly doesn't figure out their offense at least and get they deep because they lost two coordinators. So they're just figuring it out for two new coordinators, and so they would, you would hope to catch them early when they're still trying to figure it out, as opposed to later. When they've kind of gotten the concepts down, when they've mm-hmm. kind of gotten their personnel, they got an understanding the coordinators and the players, uh, and the yeah, the coordinators and the players as far as what works, what doesn't work, who to set up where, and that Dallas game far enough to where I feel like they can they didn't had enough to tests to start clicking. So, okay, <clears throat> so I'm gonna so, take a dub for Philly. So you still undefeated at yeah. this point? How about uh, <laughs> Monday Night Football against the Chiefs in Kansas City? Oh, I got Philly. Really? Yeah. I in Arrowhead, mm-hmm. even with the Swifties, mm-hmm. unless the other is going, unless they go, the ref go give them magic penalty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, unless they go magically okay. call something out of nowhere that they okay. should not have. I'm not gonna go into it. Mark said Dallas <clears throat> could be an L too. Ken, he said Kansas City for sure. Um, okay, you still undefeated? Yeah. Bills. They got the Bills after that. Ooh, God that, damn! That, that, that's a, a, that's a they got a gauntlet. <laughs> and, and then the Niners are the next week. Right. Like, Shit, and then the Cowboys again. God damn. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> what, what month is that? November. November's. Oof. It's a tough month. They got, they got three more weeks of chilling. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get the work work. Because they got the Commanders in there somewhere, didn't they? Yep. And the Rams. It goes Rams, Jets, Dolphins, Commanders, Cowboys, Eagles, Bills, 49ers, Eagles. You know, looking at that, they first L gonna be the commander just because like that's like that's the trap game because it's like they get over the Dolphins and then it's like fuck we gotta lock in because we got you know Murderers Row coming up and then they skip, they, over, they, the yeah. skip over the commanders and that's another team that plays tough yeah. in their division like they almost beat uh the the Eagles this past week they lost in overtime mm-hmm. so 
Yeah. I don't I don't think they're going to make it to the matchup against the 49ers Not undefeated. I, that that uh Woo. that Cowboys game is going to be Listen, I mean, the Cowboys Dolphins, game the Dolphins, the Dolphins too. The Dolphins is going to be one. Mm. Dolphins, Cowboys, Chiefs, Bills, somewhere in there. I don't think they beat in Kansas City though. I don't I feel like their secondary you, you just said, said no, no I'm, I'm sorry the other way around I don't think okay. Kansas City beating okay. them okay no I don't think Kansas City beating them like I, I think okay. Philly's secondary is still better than Kansas City's okay. receivers Let's cause you the... stood on no Chiefs I'm like bro you just said no no no, 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 no. I get it I'm just saying like I'm like am I getting Charlie Murphy like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> okay let's move to the 49ers they got Sunday Night Football this upcoming week against the Cowboys dub I actually agree with that. Niners are home. Duh. I, I agree. Browns. Duh. Vikings. Duh. Yep. Bengals. Duh. Yep. Jaguars. Duh. Round. You know, those are my boys, but duh. Buccaneers. Duh. Seahawks. Duh. <laughs> Eagles. Oh, actually, Seahawks might put up a fight. Mm, not, a, not a big enough fight. I don't know. So you, so you, it's not uh, like you think. No, I think if if they get past the Cowboys this week, I think they're going to be undefeated when they see the Eagles on the third of December. The 49ers is the one team, top to bottom, that I feel like is just they're humming, mm-hmm. they're clicking. The only thing that's going to stop them is themselves. You can't do shit with them on defense. You can't stop nobody on offense. If you try to stop Christian McCaffrey, Debo will run. And if Debo don't run, he throwing it to Ayuk. And if he ain't throwing it to Ayuk, he throwing it to Kittle. Like, that's four monster weapons right there. Two could run. One is a receiver. But all four of them can actually go run out and catch the ball. The way that they can use Christian McCaffrey. The creativity. As long as he is healthy. Boy. I was so pissed when I saw that Ken also had Christian McCaffrey in FanDuel <laughs> this week. Because the man picked Justin Fields. And I was like, dang it. Okay. You, you got one. And I was just looking at his team, and I was like, okay, I can catch up. I got Christian McCaffrey. Ain't nobody going to have He costs too much. And I'm looking at him, I'm like, man, I got 40 with Christian. Let me see where I'm at. And I'm looking, I was like, oh, Ken got him too. (laughs) (laughs) There ain't no catching up. Ken won again in FanDuel this week. Mm -hmm. He's in the money. (laughs) He's almost made back his FanDuel money. Yeah, one more win. At this point, I'm just sitting here trying to make sure I stay in the top three of the. <laughs> Boy, I gotta get back up there. Cause good lord, this you had past a bad week. week. Yeah, you had a bad week in the Tech File FanDuel pool. So going back to the Niners, like I saw a tweet and it was like, is uh, was Trey Lance is Trey Lance the most inconsequential bust of all time? Like the mm-hmm. fact that they gave up so much to get him and they still have a monster team and it didn't hurt them in the slightest. I can't. Because they was only a quarterback away. I mean, I can't think of anyone off the top of my head where it's like, ah, he didn't work out, but. The team was fine. I mean, Darko. I was going to say, let's go to the Detroit <laughs> right. since they didn't get mellow. But, like, that's the only other one that. And that did come back to bite them eventually. But, like, I in mean, the immediate year, future, yeah. right. CMC for MVP in the comments for Mark and KG. I'm with So that. far, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. That was my NFL one thing. I thought it was just kind of cool that we had these two undefeated teams and trying to see uh, when those L's might come. Of course, we don't know. We're going to have to see. And now as Eric stretches, ah, good lord, it's 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 that time, guys. <laughs> it's that time. It's the main event. Matter of fact, in Milwaukee, it's freak time. Ah, <laughs> big freaky time. Big freak time. Freaky time in Milwaukee. Time Mr. to get freaky. Nasty time. <laughs> I was 
thinking about that earlier. That is such a funny movie, man. Don't let me catch your fingers in my sugar bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Nephew, I'm out of here. It's Mr. Nasty Time. Mr. Nasty Time. Real quick, before we get to it, one of my favorite uh, like little TikTok things I saw, someone had used the voiceover from that movie where they was like, I know your daddy don't like you smoking in, in his house, but I'm young as hell, Roy. I don't care as long as you let me hit that. Just slide in the comments says, sugar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Freak time. So, Tim accurately predicted on last week's show. Motherfuckers. What was going to happen <laughs> when we left the studio? Tim said, mm, as soon as we leave here, the news going to break that Dame has been traded. And we going to have to wait a whole week <laughs> to react to it. And indeed, we did. Now, Dame got traded like we like Tim said he would to a team that we were kind of shocked about. As mentioned, it's freak time uh, in Milwaukee. That's Not all. That was no, it. Eric. I mean, yeah, you, you talked about it two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, yeah. So three. Basically, is listen to Tech Five and we're gonna tell you what's gonna happen. Because <laughs> last week Tim told you when the trade was gonna happen. The week before that, I told you where he was getting traded. He did. We may have sources. <laughs> 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 Not the wink. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was gonna say we just we're seeing the matrix. Like, uh, oh boy, read the, read the news cycle and then read between the lines of sources and different reports. The Portland Trailblazers traded franchise cornerstone Damian Lillard yes, to did. the Milwaukee Bucks yes, in that three-team trade. The Bucks got Damian Lillard. Mm-hmm. Portland got Drew Holiday. Dang, Drew. I'm gonna miss. I'm gonna miss. I'm gonna miss my man's. Mm-hmm. Pour, pour a little out for uh, the homie. The homie Drew. DeAndre Ayton went to Portland as well. To Monty Kamara, who's a first round or first first second round draft pick from this year, and they also got a first from Milwaukee and then two future pick swaps. Phoenix got Justin Nurkic or Yusuf Nurkic. I was like, who is Justin? Grayson Allen, Nasir Little, and Keon Johnson. So that three team trade went down. I said, what? Are you for real? We really got Dame? And everybody, of course, said, well, Drew is not going to stay in Portland. They like their young guards. They're going to flip them somewhere. Then Drew Holiday was traded to the Boston Celtics. Anywhere but there. I know. For Robert Williams, Malcolm Brogdon, Golden State 2024 first-round pick, and then a Boston 2029 first-round pick that's unprotected. Now... All that being said, that means the full haul for Dame at this point Oof. is the Deion- Nurkage oh. and all the other people. Right. So Portland got back for Dame, DeAndre Ayton, Robert Williams, Malcolm Brogdon, Tamani Kamara, three first round picks, and then two pick swaps. And they still might flip Brogdon again. That's a haul. Imagine if they did this shit two years ago. That he might not have been in Milwaukee. <laughs> I get it, but the, I'm thinking from the franchise perspective. I mean, like, honestly, I don't know. Like, aside from Milwaukee? not getting, yeah. and I mean, like, depend your mileage may vary with Aiden, but like, aside from not getting like a blue chip, like Shea level prospect, like I don't know how much better you can really get. I mean, I guess you know, the Gobert package was like five first rounders, yeah. but no swaps. It was straight. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that swap and give but, me the pick. But still, like, Brogdon can represent a first-round pick. Robert Williams can probably get you two. 
you know, depending on how his health holds up, they want to hold his on word to for however many first. I don't know. Um, so again, like if we're looking straight picks versus like the value of the players that they got in return, like I don't know how much better you can get. So with that being said, what you're trying to say is all the Miami fans who were like, "Oh, they took a worse package. They should have just took him here." You don't find any truth in that. No. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Like, even beforehand, they're like, you know, like their whole argument was, you got to do right by Dame, man. He, he done sacrificed so much for that for that organization. You you owe it to him. No, the fuck they don't. They owe it to him to pay his contract. And, like, and out of the goodness of their heart, they did send him somewhere where he, he could be win. successful. Yeah. Um, but, like, he don't, they don't owe it to him. Like, if he wanted to go to Miami... He had an opportunity two years ago to not sign his Supermax extension and become a free agent. And then you can pick whatever team you want to go to. But you can't both take the money and dictate where you get to go. Unless you have a tr- no trade clause like Bradley Bill does. Did. Does. I think Is he still, still there? If, mm-hmm. you, if you've been traded. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess the clause don't change. Nope. Your show location. Uh, which is why, also why some of them teams were like, uh, I don't know. If, I don't know if that's the move for right. us. Um but yeah, you can't both take the money and have the control, unless maybe you're LeBron James. So LeBron James. To KG, I see KG in the comments said uh, that he called me right away, like like ASAP. Like I, my phone went crazy as soon as like people were figuring out that Dame got traded. Uh-huh. People was calling me who ain't called me <laughs> in months. I, ain't I heard was from you. For real, it was people like, yo, we really got Dame. Like, oh, we? Sh- Who's we? <laughs> Who is this? <laughs> hi. Hello, hi. I know, like, it, I mean, very excited. I agree with you, by the way, that with the Trailblazers were able to get back for Dame, I don't think, if you try to flip Tyler Hero, you're not getting back. Brogdon, Rob Will, two first. Like, that's not, that's not. I saw some Celtics fans who were like, ooh, that's a little too, like, that That was kind of rich. Same like, thing that we said when we first got him? No, I don't think, I mean, there was some Bucks fans who were like, that's a lot. But most fans, I felt like, were kind of like, wow, we got Drew Holiday. Like, they, I've seen more of like, ooh, we let Rob Will go. Ooh, two, like, ooh, we let all first go. I guess we can recoup draft picks, but like. That's kind of pricey. I don't know. I think I might have rather had Rob Will than going out and getting Drew Holiday. Like, because the question is, who's going to stop Giannis on that team? Well, I mean, like, no, we going we going to get there. Um, but I mean, I guess like if you look at Boston's offseason in the aggregate, like, my thing is always like people are so reactive to the the last thing that happened. It's like you kind of got to look in totality and. Yeah going out of Boston like not even counting the picks but like just the players that are off their team from last year is Marcus Smart it's Grant Williams Rob Williams Malcolm Brogdon that's four of their top six seven yeah. and three of their top three defenders to defend Giannis um, top seven for sure and Eight. they're bringing back in Porzingis and Drew which are better players than any of the people on that list well mm. Drew is better than Marcus Smart and Porzingis last year at least, was probably on par with what Rob Williams gives you. but Just in different ways. Yeah, just in different ways. He's a better shooter from the outside. But, again, like, we can quibble, like, what their strengths and weaknesses are. But, like, overall, like, I think that that's a slight upgrading talent. But you also lose Brogdon. You also lose Rob uh, Grant Williams. So, like, on balance, it's like you got better, but you gave up depth. Mm -hmm. And unless you have some depth that's coming up behind that, you got six good players that I look at right now and be like, okay, they can play in the playoffs. 
maybe they use the regular season to get those people up to speed. Right. But as we are looking right now, like I don't know if they necessarily got better from last year. I think that's fair to question because when you look at their summer, like you said, losing Marcus Smart, we were all like, ooh, like you're yeah. losing a focal point of your point of attack right here. Like that's that's tough. And then <laughs> they get Drew Holiday and you're like, ah, well that that, that cancels fits. that out. Like they're not perfect one to one players, they're not the exact same player, but a lot of the things that you counted on Marcus Smart to do defensively, Drew can do for you as well. Like he is going to get at it. And honestly, the question with not having Rob Will with Rob Will there, you were saying, ah, let's see what Porzingis might be able to do, you know, as a primary big. But you had other options in mm. case, you know, matchups didn't work out. Or, you know, health. Or health. I mean, Rob Will also had the health right. issues as well. So you got that piece of it, and then you get rid of Rob Will, and now it's like, okay, so y'all bigs is 37-year-old Al Horford and Kristaps Porzingis, who mm-hmm. neither – I mean, <clears throat> Al puts up a fight mm-hmm. with Giannis for sure, but the primary defenders of Giannis – Grant Williams and Marcus Smart. is Marcus Smart, which is so funny to say, but it's the case. So you take them out and say, well, who's going to stop Giannis? And then my other side of me goes, well, if you're going to have a center as soft as Porzingis behind you, defensively, I'm saying soft defensively, with slow feet. <laughs> so if you're doing pick and rolls, someone who you're trying to attack, you couldn't ask for a better point guard to have than Drew Holiday, somebody who can at least try to make up and maybe not let them get past the perimeter in the first place to get yeah, to the rim. Uh-huh. Exactly. Uh-huh. To fight. And then you got Derek White, who was also a dog on defense. So, like, they have the perfect point guards to pair with Porzingis in that case. Ca- yeah, defensively in that case. But, like, is that what you want to bank on? And then you lose depth. And I understand playoff rotations are shorter. You're only going to go seven, maybe eight. But having six? How does that, how does that, how does that play out? We're going to have to see. And that's part of what makes this so fun to me because we look at the Bucks with Dame. Yes, the Bucks lose defense. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Absolutely. You cannot. Dame is not Drew on defense. <laughs> but he's progressing. He said he's been working on it. And he can't, And I don't <laughs> think that Dame's actually like a super negative defender. Like he's had. He's serviceable enough. Now I'm on, uh, what we've seen in Portland has not given me the confidence to say even that. But I understand that his offensive load was so great that he was only I shouldn't say only putting in effort but like his main thing he's trying to do is get buckets Mm -hmm. you put him in Milwaukee where it's a defensive team coach is preaching defense scheme do this and this and that and even Dame himself said like I ain't gonna score as much so like I'm gonna have more energy to play defense and again I'm not saying that he ought to be a lockdown defender anything like that Uh, but it's gonna be interesting to see how the scheme makes up for it and kind of the inverse of Boston Behind him, he has Giannis and he has Brooke. So it's like a, okay, well, if they do get past me, I got the Uh big fellas behind me who can help clean that up. So, like, it's going to be a really interesting dynamic stylistically, especially when these two teams play each other. And I can't wait to see free time on the court because I just don't know how. Like, everything's about the pick and roll, which, of course, because, like. That's the the basis of NBA basketball. Like. Dame can pull up from 40. I just don't, like, the... Like, even <laughs> thinking through, like, the process is, like... It makes like, me so giddy. What the fuck do you do? How? Like... Mm-hmm. How do you That's stop him? That's I wanted to Again, get into. like, you, you got to pick up Dame damn near the time he come across half court. Correct. Which means that if they bring the screener up and it's Giannis, yep. or, God forbid, they run, like, a double pick and roll where it's Giannis and Brooke, and you got to navigate <laughs> that fucking <laughs> quagmire... <laughs> 
uh, without losing touch on Dame, you got Chris over here. You got Chris over <laughs> on the side. You got Brooke, who's either popping or rolling. You got Giannis, who's going as a freight train down the. What it's the fuck diffi- do you do? Like, it's difficult. It's going to be difficult. To and stop. that's why, like, I'm not all that concerned offensively what the fifth starter does because all I need you to do is stand in the corner and at least be willing to take corner threes. Play some defense. And defense. Play some damn defense. That's what I'm saying. Like, offense, I don't care what you do. You could, it could be fucking <laughs> the Nasses out there <laughs> and they're not going to guard them. But guess what? Like, you still have the advantage because, like, so many people are focused on Giannis and Dame running pick and roll. And then staying home on the other two shooter, like and good, then, good luck. And That's then you all have Chris over there. Just he can still create his own shot. He's he a third option though. Mm-hmm. Chris gonna be chilling. Which some will off, off, which one? Which some would argue was always was. his spot. <laughs> um, he didn't do bad carrying this as the two. We all know that. <laughs> <laughs> it's some of them out there that don't get it. But uh, so, wait. Well, yeah. It's like now you have him. It's, it's him and Bill. Like who's the best third option in the league? And I'm still going. I mean, I think our better our two top, top so two options are better I, than they top two. So I don't remember. A lot of people who have been on the well, the best duo between Giannis and Dame, stuff like that. What I think is funny though is that yes, them two have to build chemistry, and Dame has to build chemistry mm-hmm. with everybody, but. His number two, his best running mate, his guy who's going to be his dynamic duo buddy who has been, is still here. We yeah. still have the bulk of our so team here. So while they're figuring here, that out, they like can you still, still have yeah, the infrastructure. You in still place. have your comfortable zone. You still have the guy who's been running with you from the beginning. So whether they get together or not until the end of the season, you still got the other four on the court or three on the court that's been there the whole time. And to your point with that, we all know that Chris, Giannis pick and roll has been a staple for Milwaukee. And even Giannis was like, I could run pick and roll with Chris in my sleep. Like I understand, We understand each other very mm-hmm. well to this point. So think about that. You running Chris... Giannis pick and roll <laughs> and fucking Dame is over, over, over there. there coming up a screen from Brooke <laughs> my god Are you sh- it's gonna be a fun <laughs> I, I, so like mm. I, mm-hmm. Why there are two like obviously Giannis and Dame like they're the top level dude so they're always gonna get the attention but like what it comes down to for me is Chris has to be Chris still and the coaching staff yeah. Like, we don't know what we have in Adrian Griffin, like, in the, the coaching staff that he's built. It helps that Terry Stotts is on his bench, who yep. was Dame's coach for, what, the first nine years of his career? With mm-hmm. Pat and Robin, who were also in Portland with Dame at some point. Not that Robin's going to get a lot of playing time, but it's that comfort. The, like, you know somebody here. Familiarity. Um, like, if anybody knows how to use Dame on offense, it's, it's Terry, Terry. Stotts. Um, but, like, we need to make sure, like, we need for them to prove that they're up to the task of being creative. Like, I don't know how creative you got to be, just like run, pick, and roll. But, yeah. <laughs> like, you need, you still need the, because the, I don't, like, no knock on Bud, but, like, his offense wasn't all that creative. And no, it was not. It's like, I would have some trepidation because it's like, oh, it's not the system. But, like, I don't know what Adrian Griffin's that's offense the, that's is. I don't know what his defensive philosophy is. Like, right. I don't know if they're still running drop, which I was kind of. Like, I get it. Dame just got here, so like, all the questions were going to be about that. But I feel like watching People those uh, media day interviews, it's like, can y'all ask about, like, scheme? scheme? Can you ask about the fifth starter? Can you tell me, like, you know, Giannis and Chris both had offseason knee surgeries? Like, what's up with that? Like, it was all Dame, which, again, I get. But it's like, 
come on, give me something. <laughs> like, I want, but like, I'm glad that this happened like the week before training camp. Cause Same. it's like, we rolled the ball out. Let's see what's up. And I was definitely on the, I didn't finish all my catching up on uh, interviews from today. The first actual training mm. session and campaign who also just recently signed with the Bucks as a backup point guard. He was talking, he's like, Hey man, listen, <laughs> this is, this is different. Like I'm, I'm, it's different. Like I've been on team. Like I was in, you know, Phoenix, and it was about you know trying to get back to the finals. That's mm-hmm. what we were all. We wanted to get back to it. He's like, here, it's not about getting back to nothing. It's about getting another one. He's like, and that's a different shift. Like everybody here is like, laser focused on one goal. And he's like, you don't always have that on a team. He's like, but it's like business, like business. And apparently, Adrian Griffin had them out there running. He was, like, I, I believe, in scrimmaging. Get out there and run. Like, let's. I can learn so much from just watching how y'all play mm-hmm. and kind of figure some things out. So apparently today, a lot of scrimmaging against one another. They had a one-on-one tournament. Yeah, Giannis won. Yeah, of course, <laughs> as you would think. <laughs> uh, and they mentioned that Chris was limited today. Mm-hmm. I did okay. see that. Which he was like, we're just not. We not. He's like, run one built in a day. We just trying to make sure we good. He had off-season, you know, surgery and. We just making sure, but he was out there shooting and doing things, just mm-hmm. not in the, the scrimmaging. So, I can't wait for the season to start. We got preseason basketball on like Saturday. Saturday. The eighth is the first game. Sunday, the first preseason game, and I'm going to be tuned in. <laughs> Some comments that we've gotten. <laughs> Shit, we got scroll up. <laughs> we behind. <laughs> no, I, I was looking at them. Oh, okay. We good. People were agreeing about Boston defense being gone. No more flopping. They gonna still flop. In some way, some form, K- KG. Uh, Wait, I do not agree with the defense is gone. Like, they still got defense. It's just not in the they, front court. They lack the depth. Yeah, it's yeah. the depth. Like they, like, and that was the point I was getting to is that I don't think they have as much optionality as before. Like, they aren't as versatile because they don't have as many options to throw at things. But, like, the, the players that they do have are interchangeable, so they can still switch. Damn it, one through five. Because <laughs> they, you throw out a Drew, White, Brown, Tatum, Horford lineup. It's still it's, formidable. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's gonna be some defense being played there, and it's gonna be some switching, and they're gonna make your life difficult. And Derek White can shoot, and he's a defend like he's a two way dude. Like it's gonna be, it ain't gonna be easy. And I don't want thing, people like, to think I'm that. Not knocking. I'm, I, when I was talking about like I don't know if they necessarily got better. It's like you had to make a trade off. It's like talent for depth, which is the tra- same bet that the Bucks, Bucks are taking. Yeah, it's like hey, you know. Like, not that Grayson's in great shakes, but like that's still depth. Like that's a starter from the mm-hmm. last two years that you've had. Before we move on to discuss, uh, just with these trades, how it changes the power landscape in each conference. I want to play a clip from Media Day with Giannis. Okay. Because if you let the national media tell you. <laughs> Giannis been out the door. This has been a summer of Giannis saying things that he ain't never said it like this before, and they need to really pay attention. And we've been here on Tech File saying, chill. <laughs> this is what Giannis is always, this is what he was saying before. Let me, no, this time is different. Giannis was asked, <laughs> Giannis himself was asked about this while he was playing Uno with a correspondent from WTMJ4. And I'm just going to play this clip. It's two minutes, and I need y'all to hear every single <laughs> word of it it's not the clip that y'all seeing on social media now about him saying it's not about the money it's about a lot of fucking money it's not that clip because even though he meant that that's funny i need y'all to hear it people are from zlatan ibrahimovic yeah he got it from him apparent like people are saying well he was kind of joking so i'm not taking that seriously so i'm gonna play a clip where he's not joking 
and he's just talking about his contract and then we can we can continue to move on so let me get my volume right here we go you've mentioned many times today to reiterate the point you're committed to the city of milwaukee as long as they are committed to winning and the team here as long as they are committed to winning there's about 17 cameras in front of us do you want to just say that one more time so people can stop with the headlines that yeah, you're leaving I, I keep on saying every single year the same thing i've said for a lot of years now uh and i think that every time that my extension comes it's close people take it and blow it out of proportion you know uh when i said it three four years ago when i just resigned you know, nobody was talking about it, but now the, when the, you got to put the ink on the paper, oh, he's about to leave. Oh. Guys, no, what I'm saying is that I want I want my team, I want everybody in the organization to be as committed as as I am. You know, I want everybody when they wake up to think about championships. I want everybody to wake up to think about, like, how can we be better today to win a game? You know, it's easy to be comfortable. Let me tell you, it could be very, very, very easy. To sit here for uh, 20 years and say, yeah, we won one. And just keep on staying here and be comfortable and uh, have a great life with my kids, raise my kids and be be good. No, that's not what I want. That's a losing mentality. I want to keep on evolving, keep on learning the game of basketball, keep on getting better, keep on trying and push my teammates and the organization to be better, bring a second championship to the city of Milwaukee. And that's what I want. You guys get it. But I would encourage you to check out the full interview. You can find it on TMJ4, WTMJ4, or WTMJ620, TMJ4, their sites. Like, basically what he's saying is, like, if y'all get to the point where Portland was with Dame, like, that's when I'm out. Right. But as long as y'all keep pushing, as long as y'all are still committed to, hey, we're trying to win a title, you got me. So, all this consternation over, oh, he's... You know, the the important part is if they win. It's like he's not saying, like, we got to win a championship every year. What he's saying is we got to keep pushing for a championship. And if I don't feel that commitment from mm-hmm. the front office, the coaching staff, my teammates, yeah. I'm going to bounce. Um, like, if y'all come to me talking about, hey, actually, you know, the, the core is aged out. We need to rebuild. He's like, no, I'm not going through a rebuild. You better figure it out. <laughs> like, trade for somebody um, and bring me some more help. But, like, I... Like I don't, I don't have a problem with that. It's because me either. God damn it, they are leveraged to the hilt. So it's like <laughs> you better ride it out as long as you can. Like it does. It, that's the thing about trading like picks so far out in the future, and that's why yeah. LeBron was always like, I don't give a fuck about draft picks. It's because it's like that gives you the incentive to keep pushing. Because like then you can't just eject and be like, oh well, you know, we'll just tank this year and get like a top five. Like no, you don't. Mm-hmm. You ain't the got The Bucks that. have no avenue to get the number one pick. Through 2030? <laughs> nope. Like, even if they bottom out and they win the lottery, it's going somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Let me get that real quick. Right. And that's <laughs> right. what you, when you have a super, like, that's the thing about team building that I think some people miss where it's like every team not going to be in the same stage, but when you're in a certain stage, you operate a certain way. Mm-hmm. And the Bucks are in a championship window stage, which, which you saw with LeBron, like, we're going to make some trades. We take these picks. We gonna every year try to get this roster to a spot where we think, and them picks. (laughs) We ain't thinking about no uh, 11th grader right now that who's who's gonna be here and like we ain't thinking about that. We thinking about right now we have a superstar in his prime. We just paired him up with another top 75 NBA player. We are trying to forget the salary cap, forget that luxury tax. (laughs) We are trying to win, and that's the stage the Bucks are in right now. Which 
again, I say this often. I really hope y'all be listening to me. Appreciate what y'all are seeing mm-hmm. with this Bucks team, which is again why like people are scared about the Packers being bad. I'm a Bucks fan. Yeah. I, I, do, crazy, you know, do you know what I saw? <laughs> do you know what I lived through <laughs> to get to this point? Like appreciate every day that you see Giannis lace up them shoes, mm-hmm. Chris. Seeing Dame now, like just enjoy Ooh. your Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. Enjoy it all. Enjoy Robin and Brooke being funny on this. Like enjoy it all in real time because once these days are gone, they're gonna be gone, and we don't know what's gonna come after them. Dude, Noon. just rewind to like 2018 and imagine somebody told you what the bus roster looked like Man. in 2023. You can go back to old Tech Files. <laughs> We've been doing this since 2017. That was right around the start when we were about to get Bud. Like, we were here, fire Jason Kidd. And yeah. Like, <laughs> listen, enjoy it, Bucks fans. Any t- any team you're a fan of, just enjoy your team in this stage of the end. Fuck, we've been doing this a long time. Because I, I, <laughs> I remember, like, when we first started doing it, Dane was getting snubbed for all-star mm-hmm. teams. And I was like, bro, you're not getting snubbed. you just not getting <laughs> <laughs> Wow. We ain't going to bring that up. We ain't going to bring that up. Well, I mean, it was, it was competition. It was competition like, in the West. In the Do you remember what the, uh, what the guards in the West looked like in 2017? Like... It's not a snub. It's just like it's other people out there, and they're good. And, and they like, moving he, too. He got better, and now he's one of the top seventy-five players in NBA history. Like, I don't take it back. Yeah, man. I was talking to my mom about him because she was like, "Yeah, I heard the Bucks got this new player." Da da da. I was like, "Okay, so you know who Steph is?" Yeah, I love Steph. I love Steph. <laughs> okay, cool. The guy that we got, a lot of people say, if it wasn't for Steph, he'd be considered one of the greatest shooting point guards of all time. The greatest. Yeah. The greatest. If like, it wasn't for Steph, he wasn't the Steph era, he'd be the one, he'd be the face. Yeah. <laughs> I like he we have traded for a slightly worse Steph Curry. That's crazy to say. Um <laughs> like, that's like, wild, bro. I'm saying like that's Dame or Steph is like the perfect compliment to and Giannis. We've been saying that for years. Even when it came up years ago, when like two years ago when Dame was like, I want to play with Giannis. We all were like, oh, it would be so perfect. But we were like, neither one of them is gonna want to go to the teams. So like it's not gonna happen. And then look what happened, y'all. Like I it hope happened. he I hope we run through some shit. Bro. I just can't wait to wa- throw the ball out. It's so many teams where I'm like, I just can't wait to see what it looks like. He gonna be the catalyst. Uh not what you think is gonna happen. Who do you want to be the fifth starter? Me, ideally, it would be Marjan. Yeah, same here. I think Don't do all that shit all summer. I think it's going to be Pat. But ideally, I would want it to be Marjan. We don't do the Ben Simmons clips around his, here, bro. <laughs> I didn't see what his <laughs> quote was today, but I did see something about cutting weight. Um, Who? Jay. Ah. Because of, like, internal dynamics, like, I wonder if that's going to be the guy. Because he's been a starter forever. That seems to be important to him. So Chris would be like the two? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't I mean, like that at all. He was the two when they won the title. Yeah, I know. But he can move a little bit quicker laterally <laughs> then, too. Like, Chris, to me, three. Yeah. And I feel like he, like when he got re-signed, like they announced him as a guard. So I think he sees himself as a guard. I mean, if you're on the wing, you're on the wing. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah it's interchangeable. I'd rather one of the young athletic bucks. Me, too. <laughs> like, give, give them somebody to run with them, too, bro. Like... Yeah, me too. But again, like if you just need somebody to take the tough defensive assignment, not saying he's gonna be good at it, but if you need somebody that's willing to take that assignment and also just stand in the corner and shoot threes, like Jake really all you need. I mean, and it's like you- if you need you you need to get his buy in early on in the season, like you you need Jay Crowder at this point. Like I know people don't really want to hear that, but 
You do. Look at what you, look at what you got. Like you you need him to have a bounce back. <laughs> to year. have a bounce back year, you need him to be Phoenix J. Crowder again. You need campaign to show up as your backup point guard. You need Malik Be- like you need Beasley to come out here and, and knock them threes down. He forgot said, we had him again, didn't you? No, I was talking about it yesterday on the pod. And I, I couldn't remember who it was. Oh, I mean Malik Beasley. Yeah, he actually I seen a quote from him. He was like. We just like you said they were scrimmaging. He's like, we just out here scrimmaging. Like I ain't never been this open before. <laughs> and he said that before. He's like, and Dame ain't even uh, here that was yet. Before he had Dame, he's like, I ain't. Ne- so like, Giannis, he's like, he just draws so much attention. You just, you just chilling. Knock but, it down. Somebody brought up the Grayson quote where he's like, it's actually a little bit more pressure, like to be so wide so open. open. He's like, nah, fuck that. I want that. <laughs> like, give me that. Give me all the open shots. Uh, KG didn't Dame go to the Western Conference Finals with Coach Terry? Indeed, he, sure he did. Shell says it's been a long time coming. I'm loving all of this. Because we, listen, I know you was down in the red and green. Like, I remember, like, <laughs> it's been a journey. I saw on Reddit, and like, I, I know we're trying to move on, but like, I saw on Reddit, it, they like posted pictures from uh, media days since 2013 to 2023. We done come a long way. Because, mm. like, the big three of the 2013 team was OJ Mayo, <laughs> Karan Butler, and Brandon Knight. That was Giannis' rookie year. Yep. Chris's first in, in Milwaukee, his second year. So, like, just to see the progression. Like, then I think the next year it was, like, Jabari and, and Giannis were, like, you know, that's the marquee. And then they got Greg Monroe. So, then it was Greg Monroe, uh-huh. MCW, <laughs> Jabari, Middleton, Giannis. Like, yeah, like really MCW, think about, like, where we've year. come. And also, like, what they've, like, starting with Greg Monroe, what they've kind of flipped. So, Greg Monroe... Plus some picks got you Bledsoe. Bledsoe, mm-hmm. George Hill plus some picks got you Drew. Drew, Grayson Allen plus some picks got you Dame. Like it's like it's like looking at Charmander and then uh, <laughs> who comes Charmander? Charmeleon. Charmeleon. And then Charizard, Charizard fam. Like it's it's unbelievable. I just if you want to start with uh, whatever the embryo version of <laughs> Charmander is, that's MCW. MCW? <laughs> But yeah, it's exciting times, y'all. And we said it before, but uh, we didn't want Drew to go to Boston. No. But mm-hmm. we love everybody who you heard in media day also mentioned how bittersweet it is to lose Drew. But it's like we're excited to get Dame, and that capsulates as well. I think how Bucks fans felt. So like, without twenty one, we don't have a championship. So yeah, before that trade, I was gonna come on here. Like before we get into all the celebration, I just want like shout out Drew. Now he's a Celtic guy. They still love, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that's gonna be tough. Tough yeah, love. Yeah, yeah. Show. Okay. Now again with Dame to Milwaukee, Drew to Boston. Who are the top four teams in each conference? We can start with the East. East, 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 East. Do you have yours now? Off the top of the dome. I knew he was oh. gonna do that. Oh. I was thinking about it. When, uh, it was mentioned before, and I was like, hmm. I know it's Boston, Milwaukee, one and two. In what order? Milwaukee, Boston. Okay. Mm. Philly's still there, bro. Like. I know they're getting rid of. I I know they're getting rid of. As the roster is currently constructed, (laughs) Philly's still right there. He reported today, apparently. Yeah, he saves on coming. Oh, he finally showed up Mm -hmm. Uh, after missing uh, media day. Media day. Um, Philly's still right there, and I was like, to be fair, shit, it's either between Cleveland or uh, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. I feel like Brooklyn is going. Brooklyn is back to that that squad that has no. Real superstar, pretty much the team that they had before KD them showed up and was like, man, they're just one player away. I feel like they have now better talent, and they're still that same squad where they'll yeah. give you fits and problems. They'll be with young their- and exciting, but give me that other New York team before yeah, I give me the Nets. <sighs> no, nope, not with with Jalen Brunson. Like I, 
listen, I like they didn't do much this offseason, but they got Dante. They That's got Dante. Break. They got a Villanova reunion. Mm-hmm. That's actually over where there. I was hoping that he was gonna go. It fits. Drew. Oh, Drew. That's why I was hoping Drew was gonna go. That fits too. Cause that would have been nasty, but like also not a threat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so like I see you had the the Nets on like not to spoil your, your list, but you have them higher. This is not in order. Oh, okay. I just listed the teams. I oh, was okay. I was yeah. concerned. Cause I'm like I don't get the so maybe you give me the argument. Like what what excites you about the Nets? I think that as, as a squad, like it's one of those again. Before they got KD, them they have one of those teams where it's like so okay, vibes? no, not even fucking vibes, bro. It's like <laughs> I like Cam Johnson. Uh-huh. I like Cam Thomas. Uh-huh. I like Blink Bleak Beasley. So like he on, he on our team. I'm not Blink Beasley. Mikael Bridges. I like Bridges. Bridges is gonna be all star guy. Big yeah. all star season I, coming he, up or pushing it. He's he's gonna make that move mm-hmm. after this summer. Mm-hmm. NBA preview coming up. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. After this summer, we're yeah. playing on an Olympic team or uh, the World Cup. The World Cup squad. I feel like he was like, okay, I'm right here with these cats, but mm-hmm. I think I'm a little bit. Above that now, and he know he's going back to Brooklyn to be that guy. Cam Johnson, same thing. They're like, okay, look, y'all, Claxton, we got a nice young nucleus here where y'all can go ahead and actually start making some noise. Quick question: Do you think Ben Simmons is going? I feel like he plays this year. I feel like because now you don't have to worry about KD. You ain't got to worry. About <laughs> <laughs> James Harden. Pressure. Okay. You got, yeah, you don't have that now. It's just oh, and then you ain't did nothing really to worry about in like the last couple of years. So now everybody like, I just want you to play, bro. So you think he'll play? Do you think he bounces back to being? I don't Billy? know about all star, but yeah. again, you have a seven foot point guard in essence that can defend all. And he five. said he a point guard, and he's gonna help. It's gonna help. So I like I, I like their team because collectively, again, they don't have that one guy that they're all like, okay, this is his Can't show. It's like no, now we're in the hands of the coaches at this point. What can y'all do with this talent? And it looked like towards the end of the year, even though they got thrown together at the last minute. They start. You can see something in Brooklyn. You can see like, ah, okay, I can see y'all might be able to do some shit next year. At least to me. I think they're a top six team in the East. Is that what I got? I One, two, three, four. Because like I said, it's between them uh, and Cleveland. Seven, top seven. <laughs> they're a playoff uh, team. I'll, I'll, I'll probably have Orlando above them, but that's just Ooh. we didn't go that far, so I didn't think it out through uh, fully. <laughs> we'll but, do that for our NBA preview show because that's right, a take. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, so what's your fourth? You got Bucks, Celtics, 76ers, and Nets. I'm going to go with the Cavs. I know I argue with them, but the Cavs just, they have a better team. Like, talent-wise still, because, again, you can't fight Donovan Mitchell, and then you still have Jared Allen. You have Eric Mobley. You have Evan uh, Evan Mobley. Yeah, but you have Evan Mobley. You have, uh, shit, I still like Karis LeVert over there. You know, he has his up and down and stuff like that. He kind of fit over there, but. Oh, they just picked up Max Struess. And Nia. So... And Garland still, like, like they have the, they have their starters there. So their issue is like what I've been talking about with the Bucks this year, their issue last year. They didn't have a fifth starter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they had the four spots locked down, mm-hmm. and then that fifth starter was always a problem for them. Um, and I don't know if Struess or it's, gonna, it's probably gonna be Struess. Necessar- well, I guess what I'm saying is like I don't know if they're like the answer answer, but they're at least somebody to throw out there where you know they can play in a playoff series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, I, I like, I like Cleveland. Like I, they got really yeah. nice talent. Like, so we'll get. Yeah, KG asked no Miami. No, Miami. We'll Not in his top through. four. Yeah. What's yours? Uh, I don't have Miami either. Uh, Bucks, Celtics, Cavs, Sixers <laughs> is. Oh, so I guess the same. Mm-hmm. Same just different four, order. Just in a different order. It's Bucks, Celtics. Dot 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 dot. 
Cavs. Yeah. Sixers. Sixers. I th- Knicks are around that same area. Um, Atlanta, I d- not and maybe he, I'm the one he's talking about because he's saying like people just hate on him, but I don't like Trey Young, so like I don't really <laughs> like always probably underrate Atlanta. Um, but like they do have a lot of talent. I think I like their moves for the most part over the off season. Um, and given all the bullshit that's coming out of Toronto, like I could easily see Pascal <laughs> getting traded there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if that happens, then I like them even more. Um, the Sixers, I think, are still as currently constructed the third most talented team in the east it's just i don't know what's happening there <laughs> and even if harden comes back like we know it's quiet quitting harden fat suit harden <laughs> so um that gives me pause and it depends on what they can kind of spin him into uh but you got him be and like that's the floor i think is a four seed in the east if you haven't beat so any for, place. Me, for me i'm going to say Bucks and Celtics are one and two. I go back and forth about which one of those two teams I think is better with the roster as currently constructed. Um, the fan of me, of course, is going to say Bucks versus everybody. Like, it is what it is. But again, when I think about that, when I think about playoff lineups and some of the things that Boston can do, as long as they can find, like, one, at the bare minimum, one other guy <laughs> to extend that line, the, that rotation to seven, if they can find two, excellent. Uh... I'm going to actually go Boston-Milwaukee, and it's very close. It's very close. (laughs) Boston-Milwaukee with Harden reporting back. I get it. Embiid, I get it. But give me Miami before you give me Philly. Uh, I know Miami lost a couple of key dudes. They lost lost Max Schroes. We talked about that. They lost Gabe Vincent. They were actually last year. I know they were, but they were at AFC because they couldn't. They couldn't. They had a bad shooting regression throughout the season, and they had a lot of injuries. Things just weren't working out for them. Like talent wise, like seeing their run in the playoffs, I can't look at that roster and be like, ah, well, y'all, y'all just an AFC. Like I just, I just can't. I can't bring myself to do it. And I understand that Jimmy doesn't take the regular season as hard as he does the playoffs. But that's not the question. The question isn't here. What what are the standings going to be? You know, at the, what are the top four standings going to be in the East? It's the best four teams. So you give me Boston, Milwaukee, Miami, and then you give me Cleveland. I think Cleveland's better than Philly, and and a part of it is the internal turmoil that they got going on. But like, I just. Philly makes me nervous uh, with all the other things they have going on, and I think they kind of take a step back with all of that clouding uh, their season. And we all know how important chemistry is, so that's part of why I'm putting Philly behind at five. So going back to the Bucks-Celtics conversation, mm-hmm. I am being a homer, but also <laughs> the way I look at it is like I've the Bucks, as we talked about, like kind of have an unsolvable mm-hmm. problem. Damn and, like, him. I have to see, like, what defenses throw at that to try to slow it down. Mm-hmm. I've seen the Celtics, like, granted it's different personnel, but I've seen the Celtics get soft. And, like, I've seen them struggle, like the Bucks have, with offense in the playoffs. And, like, love Drew to death. He doesn't help in, in that regard. He might a little bit more this upcoming season with having less offensive 
workload on his shoulders. But does he actually have less offensive workload? Yeah, because he's he's behind Tatum and uh, Brown, Brown. Just like he was behind Chris and Giannis. Yeah, but I feel like Tatum and Brown eat up a lot more of the offense than what they were giving Drew here. Chris was just hurt, though, for a while. He was, but I mean, I'm saying, like, even when they, the championship run, like, Drew's offense wasn't any great. No, he was Eric Bledsoe's offense. We all right, know right. this. No, and, and, like, I'm not trying to take away from him. I'm just saying, like, I don't think that, like, if you look at Drew's regular season numbers, like, when we put it in a playoff setting, like, I don't think you can really apply that there. And, like, I don't think that he's necessarily getting easier looks than he got in Milwaukee because he's in Boston now. Like, all the all the defense, like, a lot of people's de- – what am I trying to say? A lot of people's – defensive strategies was stop Giannis or stop Giannis Chris mm-hmm. pick and roll and it was like if Drew beat you he Drew beat you and I don't see that changing in Boston necessarily and where I see that change is I just don't feel like he's going to be asked to carry as big of an offensive load in Boston as he was in Milwaukee and I think without him having to carry as much it frees him up a little bit more defensively which is of course where he loves to live yeah. Uh, when you got Tatum and you got Brown and they just gonna they gonna put up 20, 25 shots like that is what it, like you gonna find it where you can get it. We saw Marcus Smart started doing. I'm gonna just shoot because <laughs> it ain't coming back to me. So I'm gonna just shoot. Idea. I mean, he started knocking him down as he got as he continued to age. So but like, shots. <laughs> I know, I know. But that's that's why that that again. I think Milwaukee and Boston are very very close. Mm-hmm. It's one A one like it's 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 close. Uh, but I'm going just to give that slight edge to Boston over Milwaukee at the moment because I know we talked about the defense with Milwaukee. You got to see it. You got the big, big guys behind you, but that perimeter defense is still a question mark at the moment, and that's what I would have to see solve before I'm like, yeah, Milwaukee over Boston. But awesome. yeah, Again, like these are things I thought about through the week, so I'm just trying to get like, all my thoughts out. Also, we saw from last year, great offense beats great defense. Like, oh, yeah. Drew did everything that he could he with Jimmy, and that shit <laughs> did work. not matter one bit. Um, so, again, if the Bucks have, again, the unsolvable offense, like, it don't matter what no, defense you throw at it. And I want you to be right. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to be so right. I hope I'm wrong. I hope Boston fall apart at the seams. I really do. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen. So, that's my four in the East. In the West, Tim, who you got? Man, teams. I've been over here struggling with the West. Um, I got the champs, of course. Okay. Nuggets. Do we all have Nuggets one? Yes. yes. Okay. I got Phoenix Can't two. <laughs> He's at Phoenix. Yeah, Phoenix number two. They've really filled out that roster. They well with minimum contracts. Yeah. Sorry. Point. Everybody talking about. I shouldn't say everybody, but I feel like people just look at the talent and be like, they downgraded from Aiden to Nurkic. No. It's fit. It's fit. It's like they don't need a center that does what Aiden does. Nope. They need a center that rebounds, that sets screen, that passes. And that's, that's cheaper. Not go- that's cheaper. <laughs> that's not going to like be upset because he's not getting, getting you know eight game eight plays a game called specifically for him to score. Like they need somebody that's going to do the dirty work. So it's like addition by subtraction yep. to a degree. And again, like you're getting a better fit. Like when you have those three players like on offense, you don't need. Mm-hmm. another mouth to feed and you don't need somebody that's going to be upset because they're not getting fed so like I get it on paper Nurk and Aiden probably aren't on the same tier anymore but for what Phoenix needs like I feel like that's a much better fit I agree and he's a 7 footer he can still move 
Damn. He's still getting in the way. <laughs> he ain't been the same since he broke his leg. That's a fact. So, like, when all, everybody's talking about, like, oh, he's a defensive anchor, I'm like, I don't Not know. No but I said he can get in your way. Frank Vogel, <laughs> like, who has gotten a lot out of his centers, like, throughout his career, I do think that if they targeted him specifically, it's for a reason that he thinks he can use them. So, like, I, I'm willing to see, like, what it happens. But, like, I, I just want to get that point out there because I feel like so many people are like, why would, why would Phoenix do that? Like, one, they picked up two wings which can only help them and like for the center room like they basically got a better fit even if he's less talented they still Uh, need a point guard though all right and number three i have memphis they gonna you been 25 games without ja or i guess they got marcus smart yeah yeah and then when he comes oh my god their defense is i mean they still got good lord yeah they're disgusting um and number four, so number four, I was it was a toss up between the Clippers and Sacramento, but I'm gonna go with Sacramento. Mm. I'm gonna roll with the young guns, and I think they're gonna continue to move up and move on from what they did. Keegan Murray have another year on their belt. He gonna be a big help if he can continue to go up. Good lord, that'd be <laughs> crazy. Uh, Fox, no uh, off night. <laughs> <laughs> you love yeah yeah, 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 yeah I, I fuck yeah, with the nickname yeah. um, but it's a bonus and like they go the squad's go I like Sacramento I and I think that they go with, with the Kings like what was the first name you said Fox uh, I don't think so but okay <laughs> no I'm just curious cause like it's always funny like who you start with cause they'll be like oh no I think it was Keegan Murray <laughs> yeah it was which but is I was, it's just yeah. like I always like try to. I'm like it's it's always gonna be somebody that's like kind of random. I think about like certain really things random. with like I don't know maybe it's a you don't go to I'm the, like expectation the top guy. Line, yeah, top like line guy I expect first. the top guy to be the top guy. Right. Like, but the you guy that I expect to take the jump, like hey, he get married, he's gonna change yeah. everything yeah. for him. I feel it. Okay, so you got Nuggets, Suns, Grizzly, Kings as the top four teams, not standing wise, but just top four best teams in the West. Eric, Nuggets, of course. Lakers, um, Warriors, and Suns. I went with the legacy guys. Yeah, you did. I was looking at the Lakers roster. I was like, they don't have a bet. I like y'all squad. Because I was like, I don't know if they if I'll take them over Phoenix though, or Memphis, or Denver, or. But so the thing with the Lake, Lakers are in my top four, and part of the reason is seeing how they were able to reconstruct that team after that deadline Fit. and see how much more it made sense and I'm like oh this team could like do something we saw Austin Reeves take you know he came on last year we saw him over the summer he continued to like mm-hmm. Rui Hachimura is working with LeBron and LeBron sees something in him where he's like I think he can be he's like borderline racist about it though he really was he didn't have to do Mr. Miyagi I was like come on bro after the taco Tuesday like you don't get the benefit you know, come on bro uh, that's, that's a little much but like I think the Lakers, like they gonna they're gonna be health. Everything's depending on health, mm-hmm. of course. They can be really good, man. Especially if AD is is healthy, um, playing. We all said it. We've said it before mm-hmm. on the show. AD is like the catalyst. That's the that's the measure mm-hmm. of how good the Lakers can be. We know what LeBron is and what he's going to give you. But if AD can be consistent, play that defense, knock down some shots. It, it changes the, the dynamic for him. So, my four Nuggets, Suns, I just really like the way they filled out the rest of that roster around that big three. It was impressive to me. Lakers, mm, actually, mm, <laughs> a 
it's between Lakers and Grizzlies. I'm not sure which order to put them in. Nuggets, Suns. Let me go Lakers, then Grizzlies. Shout out to the Warriors. Shout out to the Kings. Not shouting out the Clippers. <laughs> that was for you, Ken. <laughs> uh, yeah, also... Apparently the Clippers were trying to get Drew. I'm like, oh, y'all, they were. They should have. Y'all tried. motherfuckers should have like try harder. That's where I was hoping, was hoping go. he was going. Like, let him send him home, and then I don't have to worry about it. Um, I see. K- yeah, no. KG added a Phoenix pickup wall. That would be nice too. He ain't gonna do nothing there. He's just gonna be on the bench looking pretty. <laughs> and then you also said AD said he was gonna have the goal to play all 82 games. We will see. Don't do that, bro. That's a great goal to have. It is not. I think like, every he- player should strive. Like, hey, I would love to be available for 82 games. Good for you. I mean, because he, he ain't hoops. playing the 83rd if he play 82. Like, like <laughs> and he prioritize health at the right part of the year. Like, and now uh, Kawhi said that too. He's like, ah. he was talking about the the lo- no. He he was saying like, if the league is trying to like legislate a way to get him to play more games, like it's not gonna happen. He's actually injured, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like this shit don't. And I, I think I've said it a number of times. It's like. It's different. Like, he's not just taking off games because he just needs to rest. It's because right. his body can't take playing that many games in that short amount of time. Yeah. Okay. Like, it sucks. And, like, I wish that they would have a way of, like, give me an injury schedule or something. Like, if you know, like, these are his targeted rest days, like, put that up front when you selling me the ticket. So yeah. I know, okay, I'm not going to go to that game because he's probably not going to play. And they probably, well, we can't do that because depending on how the season, what the biometrics say about the recovery, <laughs> and I get it. But like you can be more a little bit more transparent about that, especially without, if you know ahead of time. Like yeah. we know he's not going to play back to backs this season. Like just mention that. But let's move on because it's hour twenty in and we still got some stuff to talk about here. So we might have to just go a little bit quicker through the rest of the slate. You know what people can? I do. So we gave hope we gave y'all what y'all wanted. Give me what I want. WNBA Finals gave me what I want. Hell yeah! Las Vegas Aces, <laughs> New York Liberty. It's gonna be a sweep. For who? My aces. Ooh, it's going five. Ooh, it's going five. I wanted to go five. I need the full series. One, I mentioned last week I'm going to be in Vegas next week. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure if I'm going to be recording next week. I should have said that off air, but <laughs> I'm going to travel with my mic in case it work out. But hey, what I am going to be trying to do, I'm going to the aces, the second, second home game for the aces. I'm going to that. I don't need y'all help with that. I'm going to that game. <laughs> Wait, is that what we were crowdfunding for? No, it's for the Packers, oh, yeah, yeah, Raiders, yeah. which is Monday, and then the Aces Liberty is Wednesday. Did anybody hit your hand? No. Hey. Yeah. But listen. I got a channel can this week. <laughs> Send her some money so she can go to Packers game. You know you got it. Stop being stingy. Oh, no, you didn't point at him. He yes, did. I, I, you. <laughs> you right there. How many people got in the comments? You looking like eight? Uncle Sam. Nah, eight, eight people. Now. Right Someone now. left when you pointed at him. See, yeah, it looked like Uncle Sam and shit. We want you. To give me money. Yes, we do. <laughs> like, you know how much she does for your entertainment? She do three podcasts. Ah. <laughs> she, re- she devotes her life to entertaining you. The least you can do <laughs> is send her like $5. <laughs> That's it? Five? Yeah, the ticket's like 400 to get into that. Package. Okay, yeah, send her $20. <laughs> <laughs> a piece? Hey, it's eight people in here. That's $20. That's you, halfway you, there. You spend more on that at Starbucks this week. 
or at McDonald's. Oh, don't you hit him with the sales pitch. Did you, did you go to lunch this week? <laughs> <laughs> you can eat a sandwich one day. You got a family, y'all going out to dinner tonight? Make some noodles. That's like $800 right there. <laughs> He'll say backs away into the hedge like home. <laughs> skip dinner tonight. You and the family ain't got to go nowhere. KG said, I'm not paying. He said, I'm not paying the five. <laughs> That's still one of the funniest episodes of television. I'm not paying the five. Yeah, Martin, that $500, that's steep. 500 Shoot, I would have moved. Well, I mean, 50 50 a lot, too. Shoot, I wish it would have been. How much was it then? $5. <laughs> okay, so. But yeah, I, for real. Uh, cash app? Come here, Monet. There you go. Uh, again, I want the series to go five. Okay. Give me the aces because... I, I, mean, I just like the Aces. It's not. It's not. It, this is. A, that's a fan. That's that's me saying I'm a bigger Aces fan than I am a Liberty fan. This is the matchup I wanted to see. Two of the best teams. The script worked out the way it was supposed to work out. They wrote it to perfection. The only thing that didn't happen is that Candace Parker didn't make it along with him. But I guess we can't have everything. It wouldn't be fair. If they I guess. Didn't. Tim, who it you really got? Will be a sweep if they had Candace. Hmm. I've fucked with the Aces since their inception. Yeah. You mean since they moved to Vegas? Since their inception in Vegas. Because <laughs> they were in San Antonio before. Hey, that's what's up. Uh, I do fuck with Stewie mm-hmm. and Sabrina and Esco, though. Her shoes are cold. I love Sabrina's uh, first shoe. I'm going to call it a series of tie. <laughs> <laughs> it's five games for a reason, so it can't be a tie. Damn. I know. Damn. I know. I know. My official pick will be Aces and Four. And Four. And Four. Aces and Five. I'm going to go Liberty and Five. Mm, I'm not mad. I'm not, I just want to see it. Right. <laughs> right. I'm like, it's, it's that go, also it's starts on be. Sunday. The first game is Sunday. Well, dog days of summer is over, huh? It is. It's, it's now it's like, I got too much to watch. I don't want to do. I'm going to have a tablet over here, a laptop there, a TV up here. Like it's Because NBA, but oh, shit. NBA, NFL, M- WNBA. Yep. College football. MLB playoffs. MLB playoffs. This is a big weekend for sports. And the Premier League is still going. I mean, I only got a couple of those things to worry about, but. She also said a tie. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it was too. Couldn't call it. The Co- point. Couldn't call then it. He, then he had to make it. Yeah. Hey, but as we mentioned, too, the MLB playoffs are underway. Are the Brewers still down by one? Yes. Yellis just walked. Okay. We're in the uh, bottom of the sixth. Yeah, Shell said the WNBA needs to stop scheduling games on football Sundays. I mentioned that before. Like, it's it's tough. It is tough to to start on a Sunday, but like, that's the that's the spot they got. So we gonna have to just make it work. Figure out a way to watch multiple things at the same time. WWE moved to Saturdays, bro. <laughs> <For> <laughs> they fight those Sundays no more. Apparently, TKO TKO is trying to change that back. Right. Hey, KJ, you coming? You you gonna be in Milwaukee tomorrow for the for the game? Is that what you saying to me? <laughs> If you're going to be here tomorrow for the game, like that means you in Milwaukee. So, right now, as we speak, wild card series are underway, as you can assume here. We're just talking about the Brewers. We got the Rays and the Rangers, the Twins and the Blue Jays. The Twins actually finally won a playoff game. Twins and the Blue Jays, the Brewers and the Diamondbacks, and then the Phillies and the Marlins. I think Mark said that was their first playoff win since 2004. Yes. Yeah, because remember a couple years ago, we was, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pick Minnesota. And then they, <laughs> yeah. they got And I was like, y'all didn't tell me they ain't won a playoff game in decades. Since you were in middle school. <laughs> yeah. I was like, y'all, if y'all had the information, I would have chose different. But that's neither here nor there anymore. 
the Braves, the Dodgers, the Orioles, and the Astros are at home resting this week, waiting for the winners of uh, those four wild card games. Wild card series is best of three, all three at the higher seed. Division series, best of five, three out of five at the higher seed. Championship series, best of seven. World series, best of seven. So, hmm, just real quick. Do the Brewers really have a shot here? As y'all see, I'm, I got my my old Milwaukee Brewers jersey. I don't like the current blue Milwaukee jersey, so that's what it is. So Vegas gave us the ninth best odds, but I felt like out of twelve teams, yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> and that was before Woodruff got hurt. Which yes. So, terrible. but that was my point. Like I felt we were better than that. Mm -hmm. I felt like we can't beat Atlanta. No. We can give the Dodgers a run for their money, though. Atlanta is that squad. Yeah. I was like, but everybody else, I feel like we could hang with, at least give them a run for their money. So this would have been a year for us to really make a push, especially because mm -hmm. whoever wins this series, we got to go on and play the Dodgers. Dodgers. I feel like we can beat the Dodgers. I feel like we can play with the Dodgers. We ain't got shit for Atlanta, though. Right? <laughs> I'm, I'm not even going to hold you. Um, then Woodruff got hurt. Yeah, that was a, and then seeing him like how emotional he was too, I was just like, that's yeah. it. We lost the ace in the hole right there. So, I was like, okay, we still got a pretty decent pitching staff though, because like mm -hmm. our pitchers and our setup man and our closer are still phenomenal. We picked up some bats, shit started getting rolling. So I felt like we, we hit a hot streak again, and we hit a point where I'm like, okay, we can probably. Granted, yeah, we lost like to the Cubs on the way out or whatever, but it was after we secured everything, mm -hmm. like. After that point, it was like, hey, come get your playing time if you want to play type shit. To me. But they hit us at a point where we was like, okay, Cats is getting on base. Cats is getting, making shit happen. Mm -hmm. I would say we should be able to get around Arizona. If we don't, I wouldn't be surprised because it's the Brewers. <laughs> but we should be able to get around Arizona. And after the Dodgers series is house money. But I feel like. We can at least make it to the NLCS because I don't see us beating Atlanta if Atlanta makes it that far. Okay. That's I was gonna say about Atlanta, like I looked at Kuna's stats. That motherfucker was rolling. Man. Like goddamn, what forty and seventy? Dude, seventy stolen bases. <laughs> that man's a thief. Running, uh, running. That's no, what extended his contract. I, his like year. I said, the Aces is sweeping and the Brewers are making the World Series. Ah, fair enough. <laughs> I'm just going straight fandom. <laughs> I ain't mad at it, but playoff. There's nothing quite like playoff baseball, and I say that as somebody who don't watch a lot during the regular season. Although I do think baseball is one of the best looking sports in HD. Like just the, the visual of the grass and like it looks really good to the eye. Um, but yeah, playoff baseball is stressful. But this is when I tune in. So hope the Brewers got a couple, couple, couple more games in them at the very least. Uh, let's see some transaction and injury news. Jonathan Taylor has been activated off the PUP list. He's going to practice tomorrow. Colts got a three-week window to allow him uh, to practice without being activated, but he now can return as soon as week five, a.k.a. this week. And I think – I still think he'll get traded. Bring him to death rope. <laughs> we need it. Wisconsin just keep making splash, splash plays on players. I mean, they tried to hey, trade for him in the preseason. They if, did. If the Packers would look like, hey, man, look, look what the Bucks just did. Look, hey, let's do some of that. Let's get JT here. Bring JT home. I'm not mad at it. You got to pay him. He do be hurt. But when he's healthy, <laughs> he's dynamic. 
Devin Vassell and the Spurs agreed to a five-year, $146 million rookie-scale contract extension. Congrats. And that might be a steal. And like eventually. Getting, like locking him in before whatever the Spurs do this year with Wimby. Mm-hmm. Because the price of the break is going up. Yep. Just as a programming note for the Memphis Grizzlies, we all know that Ja is suspended first 25 games but with his suspension he will be away or he will be with the team still so he'll be able to practice with them and travel with the team while doing suspension which i think is great Mm -hmm. because ja just at home by himself doesn't seem like it'd be the best uh thing well blicky's on the internet (laughs) (laughs) him being around teammates and the structure i think Mm -hmm. is going to be good for him and of course it helps with the bonding and chemistry and all that stuff so that's cool and he is a star of your league, so you don't want him coming right. back after 25 games rusty. Like, you want him right. to hit the ground running. Exactly. Because then you just penalizing yourself. Mm-hmm. And to switch over to sports entertainment, Edge is all elite. We talked about that, too. Adam hey, Copeland. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's what he going to buy Adam Copeland? The rated R superstar, Adam Copeland. Like, how WWE didn't trade, like, of all the things that they, they, they trademarked. They, oh, okay. Because they knew he was about to go. So they were uh, like, we're well, just going to let that. Go. You can take that. You can't take it. And apparently his music, he always had it. Like, yeah, yeah. His yeah. music was song. like an actual song. Yeah. Which is why they went away from that shit. Because I think Ruthless Aggression era is when they started using like real songs. And then they realized like, nah, that shit is expensive. <laughs> they just took away the uh, You Think You Know Me portion of it. They and just started off the drums. Yeah. Well, no, they re-recorded it. I think it said him and Beth recorded it. So she uh, says, you think you know him. Uh, I missed that yeah, yeah. Okay, little remix. Little it don't dazzle. sound good. Like they need to go in and sound mix it. <laughs> <laughs> so I was talking to Sam about it yesterday. I was like, you know, there's a couple matches that he might do over there in AEW. I like, but selling one match that's probably your money on the way out the door. Them and the Edge and Christian versus the Hardys. Mm-hmm. Gots to get it before he go. Apparently, they, there's never been a Edge and Christian like one on one match, like a. Or at least a big time Edge and Christian match, like since hmm. they've been like you know main eventers. So, hmm. given the way that he debuted, I imagine like that's first up. But yeah, like I need another Edge and Christian Hardy Boys match at least once. At least one. And I saw that Edge was talking about. He said he laid out his options to his kids. He's like, "Hey girls, like this is what I might be able to do. Like, what do y'all think I should do?" And his kids were like. Go with Uncle Jay and have some fun. Like go go be with Christian <laughs> and and have fun. Like he was like, I mean, that is like my best friend. Like it like I'm going to go out with my best friend. But I wonder how he laid that out. Like, did you be like, oh, you know, it could be candies and rainbows and sunshine if I go here, or you know, meat and potatoes and I can just stay with WWE, or you know what I mean? Like, I know one it, option it really, was him like just staying. Like, right. I, can just I mean, I'm, I'm saying like, how did you yeah. pre- actually present it? Like, did you were you really happy about AEW? Like, yeah, take this thing. Like, Rainbow like when I asked my kid, like when I asked my kids, like, you know, what you want for dinner? Do you want chicken and pizza, or do you want like? mashed potatoes and gravy like you know what I mean like it, it depends on like your vo- vocal inflection and like you know you gotta really sell the thing that you really wanna do and then be like oh my kids actually made the choice like no, nah, you made it I'm trying to see how old are his kids cause that that's also an interesting uh, one kid was born 2013 and another so 2016 so okay yeah so they're old enough old enough to yeah to get it okay well hey shout out to him for being all elite now yeah also I like I know we're trying to get out here quick but like I feel like wrestling fans have lost the plot on like brand loyalty and like the the Monday or the Wednesday night roars or whatever we're calling it now. It's like, <laughs> bro, I was around for like Nitro and Raw and like fans didn't give a shit about like the actual like they went wherever the best 
product was. Like you, yeah. you tuned in to Raw because like, oh, it's the rocking mankind fighting whatever, and Raw was fighting like Disco Inferno and, <laughs> and Alex Wright or some shit. Like that's why you tuned in. It wasn't because like I'm a WWF fan or I'm a WCW fan. It's like you gravitated to what interests you, yeah. and like now people are so tribal. It's like. Anything Everything. that happens is like, oh, Edge is a traitor, or Jay Cargill is a traitor. It's like... It ain't oh, that deep. The wrestlers don't even care. The companies don't <laughs> care. Like, the companies don't look at it like they're competing. Like, they're in two different lanes. Like, AEW is not trying to put WWE out of business. And, I mean, like, WWE no probably is, but... He said no like, more. Like, that's just Vince. <laughs> I already said that was Vince thing, then no more. Right. That, that, yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah, the Vince yeah. thing. They tried. Like, <laughs> the, the people in the companies, like, they're friends still. Like, yeah. apparently, WWE be backstage at AEW and vice versa like y'all are tribal for no reason like just enjoy good wrestling enjoy that whatever you gravitate towards is doing well mm-hmm. like more people more cross pollination is only going to be better for both companies because you keep people fresh you keep people you know feuding with different things like it's different creative processes like you get different stuff so just watch what you want to watch like it don't matter what you a fan of like mm-hmm. be a fan of it <laughs> like you don't have to go to war for it like WWE is not paying your bills they do not care it also makes the talent pool um deeper not deeper deeper than the word I was going for um more viewed mm-hmm. where it's like I, I know Jay Cargill cause she was an AEW mm-hmm. like it's a different and there's no knock to like Ring of Honor and all like those other promotions but another wrestling promotion that's on cable okay. television in a prime time spot on a prime time network that has a fan base that's selling out arenas and stadiums like it's a different type of level and to be able to see people over there and be like oh they're kind of cold over there or I watch because someone's so here and then to be like oh well they just went to this promotion instead like seeing them going back and forth is also I think part of like the, the cool thing about having AEW up and running now but I had a fast lane preview down but we're going to talk about fast lane after it happens it's going to be this Saturday uh, premium live event hosted by WWE. I'm sorry, TKO. <laughs> so it's an interesting card. A lot of a lot of tag tag teams. A lot of you know there's nothing. Ain't on here no where singles. I'm like, I gotta see this. <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, I'm gonna watch it. But so we'll talk about the pay per view in itself next week when we come back, and we're gonna end on the topic of the fact that, as mentioned, media days of the NBA have occurred. Preseason starting this weekend, and we learned that a lot of players, uh, American born said they want to play for Team USA during the Paris Olympics. There's only 12 spots available, and there were far more than 12 guys who said, mm-hmm. I want to play. I'm going to read down the list of guys who said, I, hey, if USA call, I'm picking up the phone. Or they said, no, I'm playing. Whatever way they indicated interest, these are the names of the guys who said, yes, Team USA is something I want to do. I need 12 of them, right? So I'm just going to say some names, and y'all say yes or no. Um, to, yes, they go on my team. No. Thing. Okay. That's yeah. That's, that's what yes and no me. Uh <laughs> Kevin Durant. Yes. Lot. LeBron James. Lot. Yes. Steph Lot. Curry. Yes. Bam Adebayo. Probably. Possible. Can I skip him? You can come back? We'll come back. We can come back. Okay. So he's a possible. DeMar DeRozan. No. <laughs> Devin Booker. Yes. Yes. Lot. Bradley Bill. No. No. Jalen Brown. Possible. Yes. Right, give me Jalen. Donovan Mitchell. Possible. Yes. Chris Middleton. Off GP possible. <laughs> he, he did win the last one. Yes. He didn't play that well, but that's not the hand of that. Julius Randle. Nah. Yeah. 
I take him. Yes. Zach Levine. Uh, no. no. Aaron Gordon. No. Ooh. Again, they like some bigs. Uh, no. So like for me, it's like eight. there are certain people where it's locks, and then it's Possibly. filling out the roster around them. So it depends mm-hmm. on like what the locks look like at the end, and then it's like oh, okay, well they need more shooting, or they need more defense, yeah. or they need more bigs, or they need more guards. Like, it's, yeah, Bam may be a yes. Fred Van Vliet. No. Possible. Brooke Lopez. Yes. Possible. Kyrie Irving. Yes. Talent, yes. Huh. Do we want that else. issue over there in Paris, goddamn? <laughs> Draymond Green. Well, yes, because you got Steph. Yeah, you got Kurt. That's my 12. <laughs> he said that disappointed. <laughs> uh, Joel Embiid also mentioned that he wants to play in the Olympics. That's Caribbean, though, ain't But he's deciding right now between three different teams he's eligible to play for. And none of them are in the Caribbean. USA, France, and uh, Cameroon. He probably gonna go to France. They gonna have eighteen bids. I was gonna say like that's like the last place he needs. To <laughs> he want to play with Wimby and Rudy. Like that just don't make sense to me. <laughs> he testing out his new teammates. <laughs> <laughs> you know he gonna be the next one on the chopping block. Well, you know he cool with Jimmy and Jimmy lives to. Oh no, it's Cat, not uh, Gobert. Oh well, they teammates now, so you you get the residual. Uh, but if anything, he should play for Cameroon since he's actually from there. Okay, yeah. That'd be cool. Maybe he was sitting there like, I don't know about the prospects. So, like, USA and France, we might got a chance yeah, to Siakam. battle. He's Cameroonian. Siakam and, and MB. And then a bunch of dudes that are probably playing in the basketball Africa League. Yeah. So, yeah. Team USA going to be all right. I, we mentioned we weren't worried about Team USA over here on Tech File. Again, y'all listen to us. We'll, we'll give it to you straight. We'll let you know. We'll let you know. But that's the show for this week. I don't have like parting words of wisdom. I just want to reiterate again, continue to keep Ken's family and himself up in prayer Mm -hmm. and thoughts, good wishes. Uh, Send him a message. If you got his number, send him a tweet, Facebook, whatever the case may be, but just let him know that you're thinking about him, send him some love uh, because it's going to go a long way uh, what they got going on with their family right now. So Ken, brother, we love you. We hope we made, we made you laugh on your, your rewatch of this. Uh, I know you're going to be rewatching because you'd be doing our short. So, you got to see it at some point. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we love you, bro. And we got you back. We're going to get out of here. If you want to follow me on social media, you can catch me. Wait a minute. On Twitter, Instagram, these PSN streets, uh, these PSN 2K streets, to be, you know, particular. Uh, oh, and the cash app. Yes. At, Send us some money. At Camille Monet. C-A-M-I-L-L-E-M-O-N-A-E. That's the... What you need to know. Yeah. Uh, I don't need to drop, but one last blow to whistle. Um, according to the Daily Beast, ESPN reporter Malika Andrews was granted a restraining order against a man she claims has been threatening or harassing her and acting similarly towards two of her colleagues. Um, stop that bullshit. Like, please just. <laughs> like, I've, if you ever look in the comments of anything that she's on on YouTube, like, the comments are fucking disgusting. Like, just stop. Please. Um, with that being said, at Bucksburn on Twitter. That's all you get. You're going to get a lot of it this week and this year. <laughs> we bringing back the two, the 2020, what was it, 2021 NBA World Champion Milwaukee Bucks. Uh-huh. Burner on Twitter. We're running that back. I'm stamping it. I'm, I'm, I'm mad. My brother was in Vegas. And I told him to put down a bet like before the trade came through. I'm like, uh, now the odds are all Now the odds are all worse. Um, but still, you can put a couple dollars on. I mean, you go to Pottle now. They got the yeah, sports book open. Forgot about that. Okay. That's all I got. 
No K. Harrison, gentlemen, this week. But, Not uh, this week, y'all. It's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Ask Ketchum, a.k.a. Mr. Give It, it To Me. me. C'est la vie. So long, farewell. Uh, Till next week. Uh, goodbye. Uh, cheerio. Pip, pip. Uh, pip, pip. Don't forget those. Uh, <laughs> bon voyage. Uh, c- uh, what I already said, c'est la vie. Au revoir. Uh, Avida Singh. Avida Singh. Um, Bucks and is. Six. Shout out to Shells. Shell said, peace out, y'all. Bucks and Six. Always. For sure. Always. Bucks and Six. That's right, KG. We out of here, y'all. Take care. Be safe. And tell a friend about Tech File, too. Celtics, I need bucks and